Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Big Weekend Gaming Podcast. And what do you know? It's been a big weekend gaming. I'm Mike for episode 91 for Sunday, the 7th of August, 2022. And my gosh, that is distracting if you're watching this on YouTube. In this week's show, we'll be discussing Xbox testing out a new game pass family plan. Swinney reviews Chemco's take on a Slay the Spire style RPG, which we spoke briefly about last week. And the mystery of Nier Automata's secret door that took the community by storm. You know what I'm really loving about this? He's now the idiot. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Um, as always, you can find the links in the description or go to bigwigpod.com. Now, if you're following this live or if you're following this on YouTube, you're going to notice that we swap roles a little bit. I am the guy doing the talking now and Intergot's the idiot, which is awesome. I love it. I'm yo, really yo, loving yo. this new. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> this new thing that we're, we're doing together. Oh, my God. This, this is fantastic. Hey guys. I love this. I yeah. love it. <laughs> Into got the VTuber now. He is, uh, he, 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 he's like me on steroids. See, maybe the reason he was, he was so, you know, clean cut about all of this is because he act, had to, you know, focus on doing everything properly. Yeah. But now that he's free to just do things, he, he can be himself. I'm the producer. I'm the banana producer him. now. This I'm is the fantastic. king banana. I love it. I love it. I'm uh, I'm Swinny. Hey, you can't talk. You can't talk. He hasn't introduced you yet. You can't talk. I already talked. Don't you understand how this works? (laughs) You shut up, you rabbit banana. So over to my left. This is so confusing every time I do it. Over to my left, I have Intergot, aka the crazy rabbit. That is working incredibly well. Like I apologize, people listening to this on the actual uh, audio only. Intergod's basically doing a lot of shenanigans, and it's it's brilliant. So go check it out on YouTube. Go check it out on our other social channels. This is this is pretty funny, actually. I'm the producer. And over to my other side, I've got Swinny. I have no. I have no. I have no gimmicks. I have no gimmicks. No gimmicks. Is the pure unadulterated Swinny. That's uh, that's what you're gonna get. Straight <laughs> to the point. Hundred percent Swinny. Hundred percent Swinny. Now we do have a little bit of hype. I am hyped. To hear the next installment in the Chemco series, an Exicreate RPG that we'll be covering soon in the show. Looking forward to that one. I know we have a few Chemco fans on the podcast. You're hyping just what's going to be on the show. I am hyping what's on the show because (laughs) I'm really looking forward to the segment. I am absolutely (laughs) looking forward to it. Do we have any uh, community stuff we want to talk about, boys? I don't know. Are you on the Discord yet, Mike? No, I'm not very social. You know that. (laughs) <laughs> the uh the the craziest one in the group although i say that we've got wearing that uh that, that crazy bunny hat um the craziest one on the show is not the one in the discord sharing the most memes that's uh that's disappointing mike oh, i need to jump in there i know that true. i've been a bit busy recently but um but yeah Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Intergot, you know, you need to contribute other than shaking No, no, this is fine. I, I, I was speaking, I was saying about the Discord. I'm yeah, in the Discord, exactly. I'm contributing. You guys are in the Discord. Eventually, I will try to jump on the Discord as well. I just, you know what, I'm like with, with too many social things. Do we, any, do we have any corrections this week, boys? 
I don't know. Is there anything listed in our run schema? No, I don't, but know. I don't know. You catch me I by like, surprise. No, but I, I like questions. how there's, there's... I got a couple of questions. We've got a list. There's nothing in any of them. And you're like, is there anything? Guys? Is there anything like, in the community? What do you want me to bloody say? First of all, I'm new. Is there any I am new to this job, okay? I am new to this job. <laughs> Secondly, I don't know. Maybe you guys have something you haven't told me about. I, I have a couple like of questions, what? for example. They're really lame, but I have a couple of questions. All right. Okay, so I was debating with my girlfriend the other day, and I want to know your opinion. Do you do... It's, it's just average, okay? Yeah, you'd know that. Do you guys have jam with toast with or without butter? I could have either. Are you? But what's your preference? When you say butter, are you counting margarine as part it, of it that? It counts, yeah. Any, who, any lubrication. So who doesn't like butter? Seriously. I don't like butter. She doesn't. What? He doesn't. You don't yeah, like butter. Not, well, then no, it's a terrible like question to ask Swinney. I like margarine. Like anyway. It's not. I like margarine. Well, okay, I don't do you, like butter. When you have jam on your toast, do you put margarine or not? Yeah, I do. Okay, so you do. So she's just a weird ball then. Okay. No, it's, I don't think it's I'm weird. i a weird one. Like, well, how about something like avocado? When you have an av- avocado spread on toast. Straight. Do you have butter or no butter? I have no money. Because of said avocado and toast. Actually, you know what? In Australia, it's not even that expensive. You can get a whole avocado for a buck, and that spreads on a ton of toasts. Now, I know it's different if you go to a shop, but it's actually pretty cheap when you think about it. And very nutritious, and I love it. So, okay, second question. When you have hot chocolate, milk or water? These are terrible mm. questions. Milk. Definitely, yeah. definitely some, some milk in there. It's just whether or not... Full it's milk? Like how much? It's more how much milk to me. Like, <laughs> so you do it with water. <laughs> no, but what I would sometimes do, and look, when we say hot chocolate, it could also be something like a warm Milo or something like that, for instance. Mm. I might put a little bit of hot water in just to kind of like dissolve it and then put the milk in. But it obviously depends if you want it like cold or warm. Obviously, you've got to warm the milk up and stuff. You know, so. Yeah, microwave the milk. Yeah. That's how I always do it. I can move this pig by just moving my nose. <laughs> how does that... All right, all right, all right, all right. So, thank you for those questions. They were actually actually uh, interesting. Well, something different. I was curious about both of them. All right, let's uh, let's move into this week's first segment, which is what have we been playing? So, I think I'm just going to go first because why not? So, I've been playing a bit of uh, As Dusk Falls based on Swinney's recommendation, uh, which he's covered it, he's finished it. Um, I've been playing it with my girlfriend. Um, you can play uh, multiple ways. Uh, the way we initially did it is I had a controller and she logged in from her phone. And I don't know if you've played it. Did you play it with anyone else, Winnie? No, no. I'm a, I'm a sad loser, so no, I played by myself. Okay. Well, Fair enough. I don't play want to with anyone else. He's antisocial. Says the banana. With Mrs. Uh, hey, I've got, I've got plenty daughters. in my bunch to play with. <laughs> That, that is so distracting. <laughs> anyway, so like, you turned the tables on, Mike. <laughs> Ooh, you, how you, the tables have turned. He shook. He I shook. love it. I love it. So, so yes, yeah, so look, controls are really interesting, and 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 the way the game works with with two people is pretty cool because you both get to pick what option you want, and if you don't agree, and it's actually kind of funny because my girlfriend and I seem to disagree on a lot of options. It randomly picks one of them, but on key decisions that you have to make that are, you know, you, you would have played, you, you played it 20, you know, there's certain points where you have yeah. to make a certain decision, you have to both agree on it. So then it causes this little debate, like, do you say this? Do you say that? And, and don't just, you get, you get like, um, don't you get like buys or you get like different, like, 
things you can use to kind of like reverse the decisions and stuff like that. You, least... I've never reversed one, but you can force a decision. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've, uh, maybe it's a bit different when you have more than two people because you can actually have a whole... But you can have people uh, like on... T- there's Twitch integration with this game where people the audience can vote on stuff. That's pretty like cool. That as well, so yeah. That is really cool. Have you tried this one, Banana Man? No, 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 no. I, I don't generally like these type of games. Pretty much all the games you're playing this week. Pretty much all the games not I'm the games this week. Like, exactly. Yeah. Which, which is weird. I'm not the biggest fan generally of them, but I feel like once you sort of start getting into them, they're actually kind of cool and you want to know what happens next because it's like a virtual movie, really. Hmm. So yeah, it's speak- just a bad movie though, right? Because it's a oh, video game. So. Look... So no, no. far, the writing has been okay. That yeah. some parts are really good, and some parts are a bit. Eh. I actually really like the acting in this. There's only one or two characters that I don't think were great, but I, 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 I take you know, Umbridge. I, I, yeah, I think that is that is the best term. Umbridge is the you know they, these. I actually think this is a yeah. great story that they tell. I guess, but look, that oh, I like how no, Mike I, is, I can't talk Mike about is it agreeing with me. No, no, I don't. He's I, the one I, playing it. No, no, so no, I don't. You're I'm saying not, a crap, crap movie. The, it's like you know, you can't assume that you haven't even played it. So. I just like honestly, like game story stories and games are just so. There's a low bar, man. It's a low bar. You know my yeah, opinion, but these right? are very, very story focused. I know, so, I know, and that's the why bar I like playing is, I would them. say maybe a little bit higher. Um, it's higher, I, but it's not high enough. I think the story so far in this has been interesting, and, and it's actually interesting to the extent that you actually want to know what happens mm. next. Some of the writing within it, and I don't want to give examples away because they'll spoil some of the stuff that happens. Both my girlfriend and I kind of went, uh, what? Just a bit, like, a little disappointed in the writing. Um, and there was one particular thing where the the you get one of two options and the second mm. option just seems really unrealistic. Like neither of us would have picked that at all. And then maybe just the way we are and just the way we play. Um, but anyway, that brings me to my next game in a similar theme, which is the Dark Pictures Anthology, Man of Medan. I had a copy of this on Xbox for Yonks. Um, I also got it on PlayStation now that I upgraded to to the new uh, Deluxe. No, actually, I've only got the extra one now that I upgraded to the extra um, I ended up playing it on PlayStation, but then I noticed, strangely enough, on PS5, even though it's got a super fast SSD, some of the, the textures and stuff weren't loading quite quick enough. Like, it'll, it'll sort of load after the scene starts to load. So then I played through the whole uh, whole beginning um, intro chapter, and then I jumped on Xbox and played the whole thing again. And you notice some of those things as well, but it was much smoother, which is really weird. Mm. Um Anyway, I'm well into the game now, I think, and I'm actually, again, really digging this. I I feel like I've fallen into a trap of these sort of movie-style adventure games now. I, I really have. And, I, you know, I played Until Dawn. I played a lot of the Quantic Dream games. In fact, I think I played all of the Quantic Dream games, uh, which are in a similar vein. Um, if I'm not mistaken, um, the the people who made As Dusk Falls were ex-Quant... Or, or the, yes. one of the main peeps were ex-Quantic Dream yep, they were, people yeah. as well. So it kind of makes sense. It's it's it, it makes sense that, you know, that's their forte. That's the kind of stuff they're good at. Um, and I... Look, I actually enjoyed the, those games back in the day. Wasn't... Is David Cage the, the dude from... Um, Quantic yeah. Dream, the main... Quantic Dreams, the main guy, yeah. I know he used to get a, a cop a little bit of flack back in the day. It was it was very polarizing, these kind of games and the stuff that he did. But I admit, I actually enjoyed them. I, I, I like Beyond Two Souls and um, what was the other one that he... 
the other main one that he did. I mean, Detroit um, Become Human. Um, yeah, which you got Heavy yet. Rain. Heavy Rain, you, yeah. You got yep. Fahrenheit. Um, yep, yep. Lots of those games. Celsius over here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, and look, I'm really digging this game as well. It's, 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 it's best played at night with the lights off. Is all I can say. It's got some really cool jump scares. Um, and then the last one that I played was the demo, which actually kind of kick-started me getting into these games, to be honest, even though I'm talking about it last, which is the demo of The Quarry. Um, so that's the latest um, game. If I'm not mistaken, I actually didn't even look at the credits. And Swinny, you know all. It's by the same people that did the the Dark Pictures anthology, I think? No. Or is so it a different team? No, it's from the team that made ah, the... Um, correction. What's the, what's the PlayStation 4 <laughs> game... The, the horror game that's like this it's um until dawn until dawn, until dawn. yes yeah, yeah. of course yeah which i've also played clocked and you're right now that i think about it gosh it feels exactly like like until dawn um only had played a demo of this on pc so super massive super massive, super massive. that's yeah. it apologies for that um and again i i i re- i really like the oh, game sorry really i'm like wrong the sorry these it's they not? did they did no they did do uh man of Medan as well sorry it's it's, it's all the same people. Cool. It's all the same people. I thought people. it was yeah. the same people. Yeah, Gosh, it is all okay. the same people. Well, then I'll take my correction of is the correction Is it Man of Medan or Man of Medan? Medan, I think. I mean, there are, it's Dan. the Dark Dan. Pictures anthology and Man of Medan is one of them. You know, hmm. I think they've released three now. It's three. No, I'm saying the Little pronunciation of Medan or Medan. I don't know. No, no. Oh, okay. Medan, I'm not sure. I, I'd assume it's like the Merchant of Medan, the... the that clears it up for me. It totally does. There you go. Oh, yeah, The Merchant. Oh, The Merchant of Medan. Yeah, who wrote The Merchant of Medan? What are you buying, Medan? Yeah, The Merchant of Medan was... Okay, it's a All right, let's get on with it. Anyway, it's based on the tragedy of the SS Orang Medan, which I'm not going to go into because it ruins part of the... But look it up. It, 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 it's. Ba- I think it's based on a you know true story, so to speak. It's not. Um, so yeah, really, really getting into these kind of games now. Uh, this is awesome. My entire face, if you're watching on YouTube, is now covered. Uh, no, no, go, go back on the. There we go. It's all that's covered not, by. No, that's too much. I need to see your lips. Your luscious <laughs> Romanian little... lips. Okay. So, so <laughs> now so, I know what it is. Now I know it's the, the chat. I couldn't actually tell what it was before. So. It's the, yeah, it's, it's the, the chat. chat. So we have the chat. live chat plastered all over my, my screen. Thanks. Intergod. Yeah. Well, what have you been playing? Up? I have been quite obsessed about playing Donkey Kong 1994, to be clear, on the Game Boy. Damn straight. And I, I've, been, I've played it a little bit before. Uh, mm. This game... It's got an awesome sort of early twist to it, Mike. I really recommend it. Update the analog pocket. You can get it on there really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, this game is super enjoyable. Very surprising to me. Like, I'd never really played it all the way through before. Um, but the puzzles in it, it's not like a super hard game, but it is a bit tricky at times. And just such an awesome Game Boy game. If that makes sense, just in terms of what it's designed for, quick play sessions, lots of saves, sort of like lots of like little checkpoints to get to, even for a game that was released in 94. Um, and I'm right at the end of it. So I'll, I'll make sure I clock this game. And yeah, like I'd highly recommend it to anyone who's got a pocket or, you know, like uh, you, Mike, also have got, you know, those little handheld retro things or play emulated games. Um, yeah. And uh, Mike, I reckon... 
you know, play this game. Like if you're going to pick up the pocket again, because it is friggin' awesome. It, it's like a really cool twist that happens and I'll make sure I stop the B-roll before it gets okay. to that point. But Would you recommend this game to someone like, say, Billy Mitchell? <laughs> sure. I think, probably uh, shouldn't I even think, say his, his I think name, he would enjoy it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> hey, the host of the show is Mike, so for <laughs> anyone who wants to see... Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like... Don't I give my been, name away. Shh, don't dox me. <laughs> I actually uh, went to the footy the other day and I was playing this on the train. I'm still very disappointed that no one's said anything about the, uh, like, the pocket. And it's like, what the hell are you playing? Like, why are you playing a Game Boy? It's kind of weird, but, yeah. It's because they're like, let's not approach that weird <laughs> Yeah, with that's, that weird that's device very true. That's very true. It's like, uh, stay, <laughs> it's like, child, stay well away from that Do man. People, like, I mean, you know, if I saw someone with an analog pocket, I'd be like, holy shit, it's an analog pocket. But it's because you know about it. But if you just saw <laughs> yeah. a random person with one of it, you just think it's, uh, cool, he's got some device from AliExpress or something. You wouldn't uh, really appreciate yeah. it. You yeah, know maybe. I mean, you wouldn't appreciate what it is until you know what it is. The design is awesome, in my opinion, but it is, I guess, a bit subtle. It's, it's, it's very subtle, yeah, yeah. it's not super obvious. I've actually been playing other games on the pocket as well, but I just don't mm-hmm. want to bang on about 50 Game Boy games. I've been playing around... Is that around... your week? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, and then what else? I, I, I've been close to playing things, but you guys don't want to play with me again. This is the, the sad sub-story of the podcast. Oh, um, are you talking about the was it Turbo Golf? Yeah, crazy yeah. racing yeah. Rocket League ripoff thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to dominate yeah. you in another Rocket League style game. <laughs> that game looks cool. It's uh, I'm looking forward to trying. I just couldn't this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, same. So, yeah, I, I reckon this this coming week we'll give it a shot. Even I still, though I suck at it, I, I still think Swinny, my crowning gamer moment was when I was playing against you guys. What was it? Three v one or something like that. That was an amazing moment. That was like, it actually destroyed you. You were so pissed. I don't think you've played Rocket League since then. I haven't I played haven't any played, multiplayer game since then. I have, yeah, that killed my competitive <laughs> multiplayer uh, desire and completely. So, horrible. Now, Swinny, I believe you want to say something. Yeah, so I've got a very, <laughs> I called it a mini Swinny rant this week. Um, it's not, I'm not angry. It's just something I need to call out because I just find it ridiculous. So you know how all the, uh, the platforms, PlayStation 8, you're not even listening to me. Yeah, we are. I'm being like Mike. <laughs> you guys lick your tongues another time. Um, okay. So you know the platforms right, like Sony and Microsoft and, and whatnot, they have like, spe- they name their sales sometimes, right? Yeah, so they might have sale. like the Halloweens. Yeah. yeah. So Microsoft this week did, or last week I should say, they had a sale called the Achievement Hunter Sale. Yeah. Now can I ask you guys, what would you expect to be part of an Achievement Hunter Sale? Really easy achievements. Yeah, those Chemco games. Well, some of them are easy, some are not so easy. But what would you what would you not expect to be in an achievement hunter sale on Xbox? Uh, hard uh, achievements. Yeah, exactly. Hard achievements or achievements you can't even get now. Uh, the multiplayer best, servers are yeah. that. I'll do you and one DLC. worse. Have how one about worse. game? How about games that don't even have achievements? <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft, what a tease. whoever, whoever awesome. chose the games to be like, there's some games in there that are fine, but there's some games, as you said, are super hard, like um, Gems of War, where it takes like a thousand okay. hours to beat that game. You know, games that are super hard, but then there's they put in original Xbox games that don't even have achievements. So, so, do, so do you reckon they literally just put 
any random game they felt like. I don't like, know. And just I don't called know. it anyway. the achievement. It's thing. just I just I just found it really funny. So I well, I on a similar vein, just real quick, I got an I, I got you know the typical email from EB Games, whatever the the weekly sale thing that they have on, mm-hmm. and oh, I forget what it was called, the untitled, but some epic sale thing that they had was PlayStation games. I reckon every single game they had on there was on either the extra or the deluxe. Sure. Pack, oh yeah. Which yeah. I'm looking well, at all and go, "Why the fuck would I buy any of these games?" No. Yeah, but that's no, just I basic get that. It's just it was it, no, but it was kind of funny that almost every single thing they were advertising was or was actually on there because it's not like they have every game on there. It was just ironic that everything that they were trying to sell was on there. Hmm. So. Uh, in terms of some stuff I've been playing, so the game I've been playing the most this week is a game by the name of Rise of the Third Power, which is actually okay. a game that flew under my radar, but is uh, actually by the developers of an RPG named Arafel that I've talked about on the show before that I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. So Rise of the Third Power came out in February this year, and I started seeing it pop up on a lot of like best games so far this year, especially in the RPG communities and stuff. This game actually has a lot of buzz and quite a bit of acclaim as well. It's actually, it, it honestly, like, I'm going to talk about a bit more about this next week because I'm right near the end of the game. So I kind of, you know, I want to give final thoughts and mm-hmm. when I've done it. This game is just absolutely fantastic. So Arafel, I loved, um, but it was kind of like, and, and this game is very similar in many ways, but the whole structure of the game is very different. So Arafel was basically just like, all the maps are connected to each other just as you're wandering around. This game is designed very different. It's actually designed with a whole overworld, like your classic Final Fantasy games. And it's just an absolute joy. Like the characters and story is just really, really fun and, mm. you know, engaging. Absolutely awesome game. Um, so I'll talk about it a bit, a bit more next week. But it's, uh, yeah, if you love classic style RPGs, Rise of the Third Power is one of the best I've played in a long yeah. time. Good so. question. It, it, I mean, I don't know if you, you, you can tell, but is it made an RPG maker? So it's got, it's got that vibe. So Ara, the original Arafel was, it was an RPG maker game. Then they ported it to, I'm not sure what platform it was, but basically they upgraded it and that's why it's called, I think it's called like Enhanced Edition or something. Uh-huh. Um, but trust me, these games have so much depth to them in terms of like the, the battle mechanics and the crafting systems. They're not like, don't expect like your AAA level mm. stuff to them. But honestly, I, and I saw a quote, this week about Rise of Third Power. If this was a AAA game that had a bit more of like you know like was a bit flashier and everything, people would be talking the hell out of this game this Ooh, year. Okay. Like, have to give it. A and honestly, while it makes sense storyline wise, if it had a more memorable name as well, because every time I'm like, oh wait, was it mm. Rise Rise of the? So, but look, it's great. I'll talk a bit more Sounds about it like next some week. Sort of Trump led. It's, it's a terrible name because Rise Third Power. Like Third Reich, <laughs> like yeah, it's so, way too yeah. close to that. It's actually there's there's a lot of influences from like European, um, like ah. from Europe and stuff in sure. it. So sure, look, okay. it's a it is one of the games where look, it's unfortunate, but it thematically, I mean, it makes a lot of sense because it's mm. all about these three warring nations and stuff. Okay, so, cool. is it on or, Switch by any chance? Uh, I believe it is um, Ooh, on the Switch. But Rise of Third Power is awesome, absolutely awesome game. Okay, uh, and Arafel as well. Sounds so, good. A couple games that I played on Game Pass uh, this week, and so I won't spend too long on these. The first is a game called Garden Story. So this is a cute little like action adventure game uh, where you're like foraging, building things, and 
attacking things. So it's actually a lot more combat than I expected in Garden Story. So you play as like a little grape in a town that's full of like different like you know vegetables and fruit and things like that. Um, and at first I'm like, oh, this game looks really really cool and everything. I could get into it, but it didn't really hook me. Um, and part of this I think is way more focused on combat than I was expecting. I was almost thinking it was almost like a bit of a life sim as well, but it's yeah, it's kind of like a weird mix of that stuff and as long along with Zelda, but it's got like a stamina meter for its combat, which just doesn't feel like it fits. It feels a bit unnecessary. Uh, and the other thing is that like the UI and everything, I just couldn't really just it just didn't I just couldn't get to grips with it. So I only played it for about two hours. It definitely has its fans and I think some cool stuff. Um I think it's a really, really nice looking game. Yeah, but the it problem looks awesome, is right? Yeah, but the problem I found is it was tough, at least initially, to find out what I could actually interact with from what was just static, like, visual elements. So oh. it was a bit hard to get my head around the actual maps and what you meant to, like, use the action button on stuff. But you get used to that over time. But, look, um, I think uh, some people would love this. Um, didn't hook me enough to keep me playing, so. Mm, so yeah. Okay. It looks cool. I like uh, the way it looks, but. Yeah, it does look cool. Uh, and the next one on Game Pass is a game I played a little while back, but it's a, it's a very well, highly regarded game, I should say, is Zero Escape, the Nonary Games. So this is a remastered version of a game called uh, Zero Escape, uh, Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, which is commonly known as uh, 999. Um, so this is basically, if you've played a game like Danganronpa or anything that's where it's mixing... Mix, Mixing like a visual novel with like a murder game style setting. Think like the movie Battle Royale and things like that. That's the kind of vibe these games give. Um, this one is, I like the way they mix in more, there's a lot more like puzzle elements. It's almost like escape room kind of stuff mm, where you're ah, figuring cool. out puzzles with numbers and things like that. The kind of puzzles where it makes you feel a bit stupid, <laughs> especially me. It's like, oh God, that was obvious, but I spent ages. Um, really, really cool. I would actually, I'd love to keep playing it. Um, again, there's just lots of games to play. And, I'm, you know, as part of my um, resolution to just try out every game, it's I'm not going to keep playing every game, but I'd like to get back to this one. And as I said, it's very highly regarded, like, you know, really, really popular series. Is so. this a port of the 3DS game or...? Uh, I don't know the original game that uh, came out, but it's a remastered ver- uh, version that came out, I think, on first on PS4. I could be wrong if it was PS3 or PS4. Okay. But, um, but yeah, it's basically like, I think the the best place to start the series because it's a nice, you know, it's got nice, higher quality inter- HD interfaces and things yeah. like that. So, so yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Sounds so, like we uh, hit up some pretty cool games this week. We did. Yeah, Donkey Kong rules. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next segment. So uh, this week, Swinney takes a good look at the latest EXE Create RPG, which is a deck building kind of roguelike. Hmm. hmm. Tell us about it. Yeah, so I talked a little bit about this last week over Rogue. I tried to make a bad joke that you guys didn't fall for by putting Slay the Spire <laughs> in, in the run sheet of games I've been playing. Because Did you play this that game? game? I did actually play a little, oh, little bit of Slay the Spire this week to kind of Why just... wasn't it in the intro? Because I'm talking about it now, Mike. Let well, me finish my sentence. it wouldn't be in the intro, it would be in the banter. In the banter. Because <laughs> I wanted to just see how close the actual like systems were and how much it directly lifted from games like Slay the Spire. Um, so, look, this, as you mentioned, this is kind of like... 
this is the first DXC Create game I've played, and it's published by Chemco, that isn't like a straightforward JRPG. It's really its own thing, as you said, where it's mixing that deck-building Slayer Spy style game with their classic JRPG-style trappings and context. And honestly, it works really well. Like, this this game, I think, is is absolutely fantastic. It's one of the, the games they've made, I think, would probably appeal to the most, you know, like, to... Let's say there are other RPGs. I know the kind of people that would like them, right? And it's a it's a pretty niche group of people. Whereas I think this has more of a broader appeal because of the gameplay style. So, mm-hmm. but how, what is this game in terms of like the gameplay loop and everything? So, you start off. It's like a regular RPG. You're moving your character around. You're talking to NPCs. You've got like maps and everything. So it's not like just a menu. You're actually it's actually an RPG. You're exploring around. Um, and as you play through the story, your characters enter labyrinths. So that's basically the the runs where um, it's basically a series of battles and events and shops where, you know, you can choose which path you want to take through the different floors and each floor has a boss. And then at the end, let's say if the labyrinth has three floors, you beat it and then, you know, you, you go back and you continue on the story. So when you enter the battles, this is where the comparison stunning like Slay the Spire really come into play is that essentially you've got five cards and you start off with a basic deck um, and it's randomized, you know, like it's randomized from a standard deck. And as you win battles, you can, you know, you get treasure, you collect more cards. Treasures are like basically like relics, like those passive buffs that you collect over time throughout the dungeon. Your characters level up, you can upgrade your cards. There's altars where you can spend skill points and everything like that. But at the end of the whole dungeon, that's it. Like, you, your character leaves and you don't keep any of that stuff. So that's all just progression throughout that labyrinth. But what you do get to keep is the gold that you make uh, and some something called Blightstones, which I'll make, mention in a second. And with that gold, that's where kind of, you know, it, I think the, the hook of this game really comes into play. So there's something called, I think, I know how it's pronounced, but it's like Sagan or Sagan Gacha. So gacha, you know, like the whole mobile gacha thing and, and every gacha pond. But this is basically where you just spend the coins you made in the labyrinth to unlock more cards in the deck. So that means, and treasures, which means next time you go on runs, you get more available. There's more cards you can potentially get. And there's five different deck themes with completely different cards in them. So this game has a lot of depth to it. So when it comes to the actual like battles what it does a little bit differently from other games i've seen or at least it seems like it's doing it a bit differently is you've actually got three party members um i could be wrong into got slay the spy do you always have the one person yep, yeah from memory it's just yeah. yeah so in this game you've got the three people and depending on the formation where they're standing in battle like for instance the person in the front's vanguard so they will actually take the most of the damage coming in but you can swap them at any time you rotate them and if they put in the rear guard then they'll re- they'll heal slowly over time so mm-hmm. there's a lot of strategy about where you're placing your characters but as obviously the strategy all comes in the the cards you get and learning okay what cards to keep what cards to get rid of which ones to upgrade mm. which ones are the optional strategy just like your slayer spies and other deck builders and that's not typically a genre of games that that appeals to me a lot but i really did get hooked with the gameplay of this one it's one of the while it's not a traditional jrpg battle system this is probably my favorite exe great battle system ever made and that's crazy to me because wow i was almost expecting cult. to be like oh, i'll go through this because i feel like you know i want to complete all the chemco games and everything but <laughs> they they really really impressed me with the way they they implemented it all um but is it is it like I know you haven't played enough of Slay the Spire, but is it kind of like a ripoff of Slay the Spire? There's elements you can definitely say that, but 
but I think they've got they've taken their own like added their own kind of elements to it that makes it fun to play even if you played like Slater Spy to death. Mm. And as I said, like this is like you're working through a story, you're doing side quests, you're going exploring the town and everything, speaking to characters. This is actually an RPG in its trappings. You can make an argument it's not really an RPG in the sense that you're unlocking, you know, like you're powering your characters up, but that whole I mentioned there's blightstones you can get from Labyrinth, like you can use that to unlock permanent upgrades, for instance. Okay, instead of starting with three energy to use on for that turn for on the cards, you can now start with four. Like things like mm. that. Um, so basically like some other, you know, basic things like, look, the graphics and music, they're, they're decent. They're pretty standard EXE create fair. They, they do the job. The pixel art's pretty nice, but it's not going to, you know, wow you, especially if you played all their games before or any of their games. Um, I actually really like the, the characters and story in this one. Like I, for me, I tend to, I do eventually after a while tend to skip a bunch of story in the, in the EXE creates uh, games because... What? Skipping the story. I have mentioned that many times before. To go back to the Kenko list, my let friend. Let me get my proper suit on. You need to, you need to go back to the you need to go back to the excited. <laughs> you need to go back to the Kemco tier list, my friend. I've said before that there's games where I just end up skipping the story because it hasn't hooked me. Yeah. Um so I think it's actually some interesting stuff, but there is a lot of story. So if you're not interested in a lot of story, then you know the interesting part is they get, actually give you an option you can unlock in the menu to say, I don't want to, I don't care about any of the story. And you can Ooh. just play the game and progress through the story. Every the game, game should so. have that. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, so I guess to wrap it up, look, you know, I, I think this game's an absolute blast. I think if it, for anyone that likes deck building kind of games, I think if it drops below $20, it's really worth a shot. It'll give you a lot of value in it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone that loves EXE Chemco games, um, I think this is a no-brainer. I think I really recommend it. Um, but as I said, just you know, just know it is it is it's got a lot of story. It's very tropey, like all of their games. But yeah, I think it's one of the best they've made. So. Excellent. Okay. Uh, cool. If you guys are into this genre, um, the one of the games that I played was um, SteamWorld Quest: Hand of Gilgamesh. Yeah, I want to. I want to get that so, game. When it's yeah, grab it. Grab it. It's it's totally different than. I mean, it's it's sort of. I think it's by the same developers and set. Not really in the same universe as SteamWorld Dig, and it's a totally different kind of game. But it is exactly that. It's it's a mm. sort of an RPG with card building, beautiful art. SteamWorld Dig always had really beautiful art, um, and I highly recommend it. Yeah, clocked it. Really cool game. Yeah, like it, it's crazy how many games are coming out in this weird genre mm. of like mm. roguelite deck building <laughs> video games. It's mm. so crazy. Yeah, I never thought I'd be into them either, and I'm generally like I'm I'm not just like you but guys. They but are then whenever addictive. I get into one, yeah, they're really yeah. addictive and they're really fun. They're, to play, they're so. like seriously some of the most addictive games. Mm. Like, like I deleted Slay the Spire after I clocked it because I'm like, yeah. I'll just lose like months on this game, just fine tuning it and doing all this stuff. Yeah, with Slay the Spire, uh, you have different characters, like almost like different classes winning. Yeah, yeah. So it's I like you're that, more yeah. aggressive, or the I yeah, go back and play Slay the Spire. It's freaking amazing that game. Mm-hmm. I think awesome. actually, Indigo, honestly, like just the gameplay part of this, I think you'd like the gameplay part of this game. So, I just play Slay of the Spire though. That's or like, yeah, know, but this, but this is different enough. I think you'd actually like it. So. Mm. Probably, I'll probably go with Mike's recommendation of Steam World because I like that. Jesus, okay, all right, just ignore me. Fine, <laughs> fine. 
I can't support Kemco any more than doing a two-hour tier list on this. You haven't even played a single one of their games. <laughs> I refuse. The bunny refuses. All right, let's move on to our next headliner. So Microsoft have begun testing out a new interesting feature called, well, I don't know what they called it exactly, but it's the Xbox Game Pass Family Plan. Hmm. So the official announcement by Xbox follows reports from the Windows Central's Jazz Corden back in Je- April. Jazz Corden. Jazz Corden back yeah. in April uh, that a Game Pass Family Plan was in the works. This is really interesting. Uh, tell us more about it. Swinney, you probably know the most about this, I think, given <laughs> that you love your Game Pass. Well, look, the, the plan they're testing at the moment, is just its test name is the Xbox Game Pass Insider Preview. So they're not calling it technically the family plan, but okay, obviously at some point it will have to be called something like that. Um, but basically it's only being tested in Ireland and Colombia at the moment, um, but it allows subscribers, people that, have upgrade to it, then they can add four other people into the group. Now, there are a couple of restrictions. Um, those p- people need to live in the same country. So I don't know if that means the country that... I'm guessing it's that's linked to the account as opposed to the machine because there's like an account-level country for, you know, your Xbox account and then there's like a machine, the like region. So I'm not sure which one there, but basically you need to live in the same country. Mm-hmm. But the, <clears throat> the good part about this is for the people at the moment in the testing and everything, because uh, they'll obviously test it in more regions after this, is a not the, the people you add in don't need to be in the Insider program. Oh, cool. So like as long as the person starting off, they can then start it. But basically it's just a cheap way for a whole bunch of people to get Game Pass together. So, so speaking of cheap, uh, from, from a price perspective, um one month of current ultimate converts to 18 days on the new group plan. So you don't quite get the full shebang of ang. You get what? What's the equivalent? You're the mathematician into God. It's about 63% or something like that. About 63%. Mm. But it's across five people. Four so, people, right? and you, you know, you're not five family. people. You can add oh, up to four people. Yeah. Up to four yeah. extra people. Arr. Yeah. So, so four people in total. So, you know, I don't know what the ma- mathematics is in that. So five people in total. So I don't know what yep. the mathematics is in that, sorry, but still seems like a pretty bloody good deal when you think about I gotta, it. I got to put my serious face on because I didn't realize <laughs> that it's five. It, like, and the whole reason why I wanted to talk about this is just so that I can call dibs. Then whenever we yeah, dibs as well. set up a, a joint thing, this is maybe the only reason why I keep Game Pass if they introduce this and I can divvy it up amongst the boys. Because we're related. we're a family, by the way. We're like, a family. Damn right, we're a family. Just in Phil, case. No, no, but no, but the thing, no, the thing is, it's not restricted to family. They don't say it has to be family members. Oh, really? Yeah. So wow. it's just it's family or friends. So okay, you'd be insane not so to take the, advantage of this. There's actually there's a there's a blog post up on the Xbox site officially about talking about this. Yeah. And they, they mention okay. that. So. Okay. So would you agree, Swinny, That will be the will be the cornerstone. The three joining members. Of, of the five block. We'll, we'll see. I don't know if you deserve to be part of my Xbox plan. Maybe I'll... You maybe You're I'll, always slagging the hell out of maybe Xbox uh, Game Pass. I'll get Hood, Mike, you know, some of Joe Jives. <laughs> yeah. We'll get our own fucking five. Well, Mizza's on, on, the, on, Mits, on Xbox Mitza. as well. Do you want Mitza, Xbox? Sorry. Gosh, I really wish I could... <laughs> Change the thing yeah, to Australia and then we'll yeah. get you well, on it as well. And we'll fuck this it. prick off. Yeah. 
You, you just want Plus, stuff for you just want stuff for nothing into your well, but and it, then you'll still say it's a bad deal. It, wait, it, it wouldn't be a great deal. I'll, I'll call that out right now. Really, I, think I like this is a fantastic I like you played deal. Power Wash Simulator Turtles, and it's like you've already saved the amount of money you would have spent to buy those games. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I wouldn't have played <laughs> Power Wash. I wouldn't well, have played turtles, Power Wash. You would have turtles. No, I would have bought turtles. I would have, or I would have like made a brand new account for a day or something like okay. that. Okay. Mexican. Okay. Uh, get out of here, Joe. Team Swinney, Team fuck Swinney. off, Jay. I'm going to ban him. Can I block this user? I don't think you can. I can. Right, so so, so Object aside, this actually seems like a really, really good deal. And yeah, if it really doesn't restrict you to being actual family, and I'm, not, I'm talking about a real family, not the Dom from Fast and the Furious kind of family. Then... Hey, you ruined my idea for the thumbnail. Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't made it yet. Is that, is that what it's going to be? <laughs> I'm sure. You look Pretty at any good. other like YouTube that. channel like covering that. this, it's probably... Probably Fast the same the thing. Yeah. Look, honestly, I haven't, I haven't seen it, but no, that's the we, first thing that comes into my head when I think about family. Full house, but replace all the faces with our faces. Oh, you okay. can do that work if you want. Or well, Brady Bunch, work, Brady but, Bunch, yeah. Brady Bunch. You know, the, anyone the doesn't know, I normally make the thumbnails prior to the show, but it hasn't happened this week. So lazy, uh, lazy swimming. Oh yeah, laziness. That's why it was. <laughs> Is that maybe because he had a family to go to? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's no. his block of five. That's his block of five. All right. All right. Rival five. So, so yeah, it sounds like sounds like it's something we would definitely jump onto. Yeah, Mike now, and I. Now on to Mike and I. Well, yeah, I mean, you and Mike would. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm really turning into it to God. <laughs> hey, I didn't stuff up this All right. much. Let's, uh, let's just jump onto the first piece of news that we have. So hot on the heels of adding classic Switch controller support last week. We did cover it briefly. Valve have now also added Joy-Con support to Steam. Now, this is something that I did not see coming, to be honest, boys. Now, Joy-Cons can be used in both single or paired configurations. And as I've said last week, we covered the fact that there was support for NES. And Intergod is showing us on the the tubes uh, SNES, N64, and Mega Drive Switch controllers. And the Switch Pro controller support was added way back in 2018. Is this something you guys would use? And which games actually support it? Well, it can probably be mapped to a bunch of games, but to me, this is a cool idea if they start making games specifically for the Joy-Con style, you know, mm. setup. Um, I just wonder, look, I have no idea how this stuff works. Like, is is that something Nintendo can actually say, no, you can't do that, or they wouldn't care, or, like, I don't know what the legality is of this stuff, you know? Because I, I was wondering that last week when they added the, like, classic controller support to Steam. Intercut? What's the legality? What do you mean? What, what As in, like, you know, these are controllers are obviously like Nintendo peripherals and Steam's adding support for them. That's fine. Is that something, even if Nintendo, like, let's say if Nintendo didn't want that to happen, like, could they actually, like, stop that? It's not infringing on anything. They wouldn't be able to use the 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 images, you know what I mean? Like the design oh, and yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, So uh, they, they don't even really, like, I think even if they call it out, they, they actually specify it's like... Uh, registered mark and things like that, but they won't mm. use those images. Um, yeah. yeah, I was just interested though. Like, I didn't think Nintendo would care that much, but yeah, I think it would make some interesting. Uh, well, I guess you don't really need it, but VR controllers because they do have motion sensing and stuff like that. Mm. I don't know, maybe for things like that. It's just the problem is with being in front of a PC. At least for me, very limited room. There's very few things where I need that interaction where I got to wave my hands around like a crazy idiot. Mm. But at the same time. They're very light, very easy to hold, and you can kind of chill back on your chair and kind of just have a couple of controllers, one in each hand, and it could make for some really cool 
relaxed gameplay compared to a normal controller. So the reason I wanted to add this in as a story this week, because I think it is pretty cool, is mm. to kind of bring up the fact that we didn't really focus on it last week. It was mentioned one min, but nobody would have heard it, is the classic <laughs> control support as well. Yeah. To me, that's like, you could I could see a whole bunch of like retro style 3D platformers like being like, hey, you know, like you can play this with a 64 controller now that that's supported, you know, natively on, on Steam and stuff, or the one you get for Nintendo Switch Online. Um like I think that's really cool to be able to play and Mega Drive controllers and things like that. So, yeah, like and there are using it wasn't Steam, but using the classic controllers on Windows for emulators, it is pretty insane actually. Like it's mm. amazing how much just the feel of like, okay, this is a sixty four controller it transports you in into like you know the past and nostalgia mm. and everything like that. That you know it just elevates the whole experience. So. I love these controllers. They're so overpriced, but they are pretty cool. I'm even debating about getting the Mega Drive one, which I don't even like Mega Drive. Yeah, I still yeah. haven't used mine either. <laughs> so it's literally sitting here. It's not so like I had it ready to go. It's just sitting there. So. I had a mate who um, asked me... Why the hell did he ask me to do it? I don't even remember now. He asked me to order the Mega Drive controllers for him. Oh. Um, no, oh, that's right, because I think it was one per account or something like that, and he wanted one to use and one to just display. Oh, wow. So I ended up ordering one for him and just sending it to his house. Pretty cool. Yeah, no, they're really cool. cool. Um, But Steam's really good with this kind of stuff. Like, compared to Microsoft, like, I always bang on about it, but it drives me insane that indie games can fully support the DualShock, DualSense, everything like that, but you can have AAA games from Microsoft that don't support DualShock. Like, it doesn't literally doesn't even work. It's fucking bullshit. Mm. That pisses me off so much. The things that make Inter got angry. I think we need a segment. We need a, a segment. Do you, do you have a, like an animated thing of your tears down your cheeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me search I for want to know how the hell you do that, by the way. Hey, I'm now now that it? I've moved Reveal into the secrets. producing role, there's going to be things every week. It's can you put it on me? I, I fear for the future of the show. That's, can you that's put good. stuff on my face? Or is it... Do you have to oh, be I can, on, I'll do it later. I'll do it after the show. I'll put some stuff on your face. I'm looking Jesus. forward to it. You are turning into Mike. What is happening? He is full on turning into me. I amazing? mean, he, he was wide open for that one. <laughs> like he'll be later tonight. <laughs> wow, sorry, he's sorry really for, turning into sorry me. Sorry for anybody that stumbles upon the uh, Steam has added Joy-Con support uh, right. click on YouTube and there's no context that can help explain that one. <laughs> it's like sexually harassing banana. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> Oh, good. All right. So let's move on to our next piece of news. And this is a really interesting one. In one of the craziest gaming stories in a while, a clip of an unknown mysterious secret door took the Nier Automata community by storm. Buckle up. It's going to be a wild one. Yes. So I'm going to talk through, I'm going to recap what happened here a bit. It's not going to include all the stuff from that happened because a lot of that stuff happened in the discords and stuff that I, I didn't see, but just going off the information that happened around this crazy new Automata story, we're a little bit behind. We we could have covered it last week, we just didn't have the time to probably, you know, do the research about what had happened. So, but I think it's still cool to bring up because it's one of my favorite things that's actually happened in gaming in a, in a while. Mm. So it's a, I guess, go back to the start. Um, so two months ago, a Reddit user named uh, Sad Fatago asked on a near fan art subreddit, pretty small subreddit, hello, how do you open the church? 
uh, hello, I'm new to Reddit. I want to know how to open the church in the Automata. Just a random post, right? A month after that, that same user said, Vitago, um asked the same question on the main Nier Automata subreddit about the door in the game, what the location called the Copied City, which is like that crazy white, um, uh, you know, blocky area. Uh, and he's like, can you describe, you know, the, the, uh, and people were like, oh, can you describe what you're talking about? People are like, what are you talking about? A secret door in a secret church, right? Um, there's no door in the Copied City you can go to. Like, uh, we're going to need some screenshots. So he posted some screenshots of the character A2 standing in a church that nobody had seen before. So I don't know if we've got the B-roll. That was, that's going to help me <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm waiting. That. I'm waiting for the... So what are you waiting for? Well, you, you just set it up better. <laughs> okay, I didn't know I needed... I thought that little red dot in our own sheet was good enough. No, um, no, so, I'm, I'm, I'm letting, letting it marinate so, a little bit before we get into the juicy stuff. After not really getting a response on that, Sanfotoka then went to the overall new subreddit, which is bigger, um, this time posting clips... Of A2. That's what I was waiting for. Clips. Opening an unmarked secret door and descending down a vertical shaft and then approaching like a Zelda esque twisted hallway, right? And that's when it blew up. So more footage then was uploaded, which you can kind of see in the the B roll at the moment, um, you know, showing them finding the church and unused dialogue. And a mysterious flower, which kind of looked like a reference to the um, the Lunatier from Near Replicant or uh, Drakengard Three Zero character. And at this time, the community obviously the immediate reaction is like, "This is a hoax. What is this? Nobody's ever seen this." But the idea, the, what they were saying is, "Look, they're playing on an original version of this game." And the whole thing was like, they didn't know how they did this, how to replicate opening the door, and it just blew up, right? Um, so. The renowned data miner, modder, and like near automata expert Lance McDonald. So he's the he's the guy that uncovered near automata's famous secret code um, a couple of years ago or last year or whatever. Like when he started talking about it, that's when I think a lot of people started really going, "Oh wait, maybe something to this." Because he said, "You know, it's not yet possible to mod near automata in this way." If anyone's curious, it's fake. Like, there's no way to really mod the architecture to that level. People were trying to replicate, and they're like, you know, what is, you know, what is going on here? So this led to days of the community basically debating whether it was a hoax or you know, cut content. Um, and news outlets started picking up on it, and it kind of just really, really took on a life of its own. Where you had like the, you know, again, I wasn't in the Discord stuff, but just looking at the people talking about it. You had like the Church of the Believers and the Church of Non-Believers and people were putting together like massive documents detailing, you know, the arguments for and against, is this real? Is this a hoax? Um, and all the while that said for Targo user was commenting and replying and basically saying, you know, being a bit naive about the game. Um, and we even had the, like the producer of Nia, Yosuke Saito, um, you know, tweet, eternal mystery this is something Yokotaro could do, who's the director. And so people are like, what is going on? Why would they, you know, do that? And Yokotaro tweeted, this is probably one of my favorite parts of it. Dear followers, yesterday, my number of followers was increased over a thousand counts, but I'm not what you expected. Normally, I don't tweet in English language because I'm foolish and I love sausage and beer. Best regards. <laughs> and that's it. That's all he said that's about awesome. it. And everyone, because Yokotaro is obviously incredibly you know, weird dude, naturally. And everyone's like, this actually could be something that he would do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not out of the question. 
but it was just obviously the way that this random Reddit user came up with it and they couldn't replicate it. So, and it got even weirder. So more footage became available where the character uh, 9S was fighting the shadow enemy and then came up against the fountain and the fountain was the one from near the first near or near replicant. Mm-hmm. And it was asking the same question there's a fountain that's basically an area called the Shadow Lord's Castle, basically. I won't get into it, but basically the questions are really important to the story. And the 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 guy in the video didn't answered incorrectly. And then the video ended and he was like, wait, what if he answered correctly? Right? And there's all this stuff. Um but basically just kept more and more speculation. People are like, okay, is this not only is this a hoax, but is this potentially an ARG? Like, you know, or a, a game to promote a, a thing to promote potentially you know, a near uh, a, a Dragon Guard because there's Dragon Guard, you know, connections and everything. Dragon Guard Remaster or Three Remaster, or maybe promoting the Switch port of Near Automata, which is coming mm. out soon. Mm. But then the cracks really started to show. So, apparently, like, and Lance McDonald kind of tweeted a screenshot of this as well, where it's like it seemed like Sadfitago was replying to himself on Reddit as like, "This is either cut content or a mod." You know, and people like like wait, why would they say that? But <laughs> yeah, then yeah. people like, oh, there's language differences because it's clear that English is not their first language and everything. But then they're also mentioning they're kind of referencing more niche parts of Nier's Near Automata's lore as well. So people are like, wait, maybe they're not as naive. So this is where we're at, right? It reached the boiling point and Safatago streamed the secret area live on Twitch. And to me, this was like a you watch it back and if anyone watches it back, just be aware that the chat replay in Twitch or whatever has lots and lots of lewd images of people doing in like ASCII art or ASCII art or whatever, right? Uh, but in the Looking during the live yeah, during the live stream, <laughs> he goes into the church, beat, defeats a monster and goes to the fountain and answers the three questions correctly. And everyone's like, "What's going to happen?" right? This is live on Twitch. It takes him to this really empty, eerie room, and like as you walk forward, you see this the massive um, like model of Dragon Guard Three's uh, Zero kind of hanging from the ceiling, like huge, and it's like really eerie. They go up to like this the I guess it's a lunar tear flower, and then it essentially reveals that this was all the work of three modders. So the modders were uh, Devolers, Devilers Revenge, Woeful Wolf, and Raider B who had developed these unprecedented modding tools for Near Automata. <laughs> and they're releasing them to the community after, you know, a few days. But the way they revealed this, so that in the video, they state, thank you, everything we've shared has been completely in-game, no editing was used, we've been loving all the discussions and theories, it's been an amazing journey, it's been inspiring to see the community come together after so many years, has made all the hard work worth it, we hope everyone had a good time, we certainly did. But they did state as well that, you know, sorry for misleading everyone. We were aiming for it to kind of be seen as cut content, not like an ARG promoting, you know, a new game or anything like that. But they, they, you know, they during the, that reveal towards the end, they started showing all the fan art from the community that came out from this. So, like there was some awesome stuff, some funny memes. It was just, it kind of took over a little corner of the gaming internet for a while. Um, and as I said, like all the news outlets were updating you day to day. And they said, you know, they said, we're sorry if Sad Futago, Futago was troublesome and annoying. We used his ignorance to buy time. And they said, originally, it was supposed to be a little joke to show people that we fully expected, da- and, but they fully expected data miners like Lance McDonald to shoot it down in two seconds. But it kind of grew up. And the fact that Lance was questioning himself, like after the reveal, Lance said, 
I was not involved in this, as you can probably tell, by the combination of how confused and how wrong I was about the various aspects um, along the way. I was huffing the Dragon Guthrie remake copium by the end. So even he was like, this has got to be something, you know? So I think what this, I just think this is a fantastic way to really reveal these, you know, these modding tools community. Mm. This is, you know, Nier Automata is not a new game by any, uh, you know, stretch of the imagination, but it really, really brought the community together. And some people were unhappy that it was, obviously it wasn't cut content or anything, but I think this is a kind of magical moments that you just, just kind of come out of nowhere in gaming. You know, I love when this stuff happens. So I think uh, the the secret church and the secret room uh, in uh, Nia Automata is just a wonderful thing. Yeah, we, we didn't talk about it last week, but I was following this as this was developing. My favorite uh, fan sort of content or whatever you want to call it. I don't know if you saw this, Swinny. I'm sure you would have knowing you. It was the Mario yeah, 64 yep. one. Like, yeah. And this was created like... Two days after, from memory? Nope. I think it's cut out. I can't see it anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Like, this was created, like, a couple of days after the actual thing came out with Nia. Like, it was amazing how quickly someone actually modded Mario 64 to include this stuff. Yeah. It was insane. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was really cool. I do think Lance McDonald, the Aussie, uh, that we have spoken about a lot on the show, actually... I think he was the reason why it kind of catapulted into a massive thing because he was not definitive about, nah, this is bullshit or whatever. He was, which, which is fair enough, right? Because they'd actually discovered something that he didn't know you could do in the game. And this is a guy that knows almost the ins and outs of Neuro Automata's code. He's disassembled the actual game. (laughs) It's crazy. It's insane. So, but I think when I was following it and he was like, look, you can't clip through to that area. And I was just like, this can't be real. So like the only thing you could think it was, it's either cut content, which is a bit weird Mm. to show that, or it's just modded content, which is kind of what I thought it was. But then there was one thing he was saying, which is like, there's no way to load this on the PlayStation. Like even on a modded PlayStation, you can't do it. I was like, Oh, okay. That's a bit weird, but now you can. So that was what it was all revealing. So I thought it was cool. I think people are a bit, you know, what do you you call it, Swinney? It's like a bit of a wet blanket for being shitty about this. Yeah, and look, I think overall, like it seems like the community loved the way that this came together. Mm. If it was just, if you know, like if it happened differently, it would have pissed more people off, you know. Yeah. I think the fact that this is now opening up so many more possibilities for that community to, you know, make their own content uh, and mm. mods for Near Automata, which is a fantastic game, I think is great. So, no, yeah. Cool. I think I'm Mike is losing it version. as the host. He's getting <laughs> stupid. It's reverting to his old mic. No, I was just I was trying to post post a cat in the in the chat, but it doesn't work, and I have no idea how to do multiple lines. So, whatevs. Cool. All good. Cool. Let's move into uh, to the wrap-up. So, wrapping up the news, we'll bring up the counter on stream in a second. And this is my favorite segment, and I hope it's not the last time that I get to see this, where Swinney has one minute at most to cover any updates or things of note. Swinney, whenever Just, you're ready. Can, can you give me a second? Like, it's gotten so long that I can't even see all the text in my Word document sure. <laughs> at once. Okay. 
Tactics Ogre Reborn has been officially announced coming November 11 for PlayStation PC. Jetpack Joyride 2 is relaunching as an Apple Arcade exclusive. A recent Ubisoft hiring has confirmed that Beyond Good and Evil 2 is still alive. Midnight Society have shown off the first gameplay for the multiplayer title Dead Drop. Blizzard and NetEase have reportedly cancelled Warcraft MMO for mobile. AEW Fight Forever has been confirmed for all current platforms except Xbox One. Gung Ho's Battle Royale Death First Letter Die has been delayed. Kirby in the Forgotten Land is already the best-selling game in the series. Diablo Immortals generated over 100 million in revenue since launch. Crafton's indie-only version of PUBG has been blocked by Indian government. Ed Boon has confirmed there will be no Mortal Kombat announcements during EVO. Cock Media have changed their name to Play On. Tencent is reportedly seeking a larger stake in Ubisoft while Swearing is looking to sell stakes in some of their own wholly owned studios. Microsoft had updated series X, Xbox Series X S dev kits to make more <laughs> memory available for developers to use. Tencent Logitech are teaming up for the new handheld co- cloud console. Side Games has acquired the rights to Metalbacks IP from Katakawa Games. Crypto Necrodance is getting online multiplayer and more in a new DLC. And finally, Twitch streamer Javelin has been the Impossible Halo 2 Lasso Challenge. YouTuber Critical placed a 20k bounty on. Oh, that was pretty cool. I close. reckon he did it. I reckon he did it. I was we actually watching the ta- I was watching the counter. I think I actually just made that. So. I reckon he just made it. <laughs> as much as to my disappointment, I as think much, I actually just well. made I that. Reckon he- and you read from the actual notes, right? You didn't have a separate one this no, time? No, I've, I've got a word doc, so... How did you stuff up the Xbox Series X then? Because I'm trying to say 245 bloody words. Okay, because <laughs> you said it was actually in the run sheet. Of... He changed it. <laughs> the child had changed wow. it. Wow. No, no, I didn't, I didn't to... even notice you well, changed well done, that to that was... Xbox Series Sex Dev Kids, Mike. Thank you, host, <laughs> for uh, changing my I know, No, what, I didn't see that. What a bad host. I can't believe that the <laughs> Halo 2 Lasso challenge got eradicated so quickly well, that is insane so anyone doesn't know that's legendary all skulls on and apparently halo 2's campaign is the hardest in that regard and this is without the envy skull which is the skull that people used to um have on that actually made it slightly easier yeah. so that's without it um but they did it on the uh, javelin did it on the halo 2 anniversary um version i think and was it the Xbox first time they tried it no, no. Oh, it wasn't? No, I mean, like, for this challenge. It wasn't the first time they tried it. Ah, oh, okay, so, okay. So I don't know how many attempts they had, but um, Cause it was Mike, the very first try. There's some bits where you boot up and it's just RNG and you can just die straight away. It's like literally you can't even input a command. Like, you wow. just RNG out. And, and this was like seven, seven hours to do this, right? Yeah. So basically, you, it's de- it's, and I should clarify, it's a deathless run. So you can't die. Yeah. That's the challenge. What? So, so like, yeah. literally some people thought this was not possible. And all those skulls, for anybody who knows, skulls in Halo are modifiers. Mm. So basically all these skulls make it not only is legendary already incredibly difficult, where you've got snipers that can just basically just like take you out, like hit scan or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It's those skull, those multipliers just make it like, 50 times harder, basically, you know. So I've never beaten Halo 2 in Legendary myself, but um, definitely not with all skulls on. So. Well, there's like the Halo 3 story that we were playing co-op. And Swinny's like, halfway through, he's like, fuck, this game's hard, man. I'm like, nah, it's not too bad, man. Come on. Let's keep playing, right? And we get through it. And he's like, this is ridiculous. This like game is too hard. Is this just like the normal difficulty? I'm like, yeah, yeah I just pressed it through. And I don't know when I revealed it to you, Swinney, but we were playing the whole game on Legendary. <laughs> <laughs> For our first ever fucking time playing the campaign. The first time That's I've played fine. Halo since, like, I don't know, God, the first Halo when it came out, you know. This motherfucker puts it on Legendary, doesn't tell me. <laughs> anyway. I do want to play Halo Infinite co-op. Is that available yet? I know you've probably covered it in one minute. I uh, don't know. It's, it's meant to be August. Yet. 
I know they've been doing testing. There's like previews out about it, but I don't know if it's live to the public. But um, but yeah. How about uh that new uh the renaming of uh Look, it's at least easier yeah, to say than it's easier to say play, play on. on than than Coke Kog Media, media. Coke play Media. On. Well, it's Coke Media, but yeah, I know it, that's a terrible Coke, name. But Coke. they've like gone to a slightly yeah. less terrible name. It 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 was that whole like gods and monsters or whatever to um, immortal phoenix rising moments. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, right. Oh, I don't know if that's a improvement <laughs> that's right yeah, i forgot I that that's what it was called immortal phoenix rising what was it gods and monsters what a weird well, name i think it was gods game. and monsters i think it was gods and monsters i think you're right I mean, I yeah this works, that's a good but cock, cock media was memorable coke media coke whatever well, See, it's it's memorable. i remember it for it the wrong reasons but i remember it <laughs> play yeah. on i guess but then it's it's ambiguous because mm. it is a p-l-a-y yeah. No, it's play. It's play on. I know it's P L A I O N. No, but, but they wanted to be to... pronounced play on. Yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if I search for it, I'm just going to search for P L A Y space O N or something, and I'm not going to find them. Tactics Ogre, like I'm, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of the art style. What do you think of it, Sunny? I haven't seen it. Let me check. I actually don't mind it. Like I initially like, oh, it looks like a SNES simulator filter, but yeah, if, you, was, if yeah. you look a bit closer, I think it, like you actually look at closer like it would be on a screen, not like a little screenshot on on computer or sure. whatever. I think it actually looks a bit nicer. I think it would look decent in motion, but I'm not a tactics RPG fan, so I'm not oh. about to rush out to to play the re- remake or whatever. So it, I think it's the second time this game's been being remade so it looks like yeah like it's a good description saying it looks like a filter it looks like it's a filter but they've like reanimated it based on the filter right it's like well it's new what the filter would look like i mean it looks it's new art though so it's not like it's a filter on the old one no but that's what i'm saying i'm saying like it's like they're imitating that style through the art i don't know if you're able to bring it up while we're talking about it uh yeah i'll try to Um, um but yeah, like that was just like one of the worst kept secrets in recent memory. Where it's like it's just everyone knew what was happening. It was a bit weird. Like, were they? Was that a strategy? Like, they just didn't think it would get that much buzz. So I don't know. Pretend to leak it. Like, look at this art. Like, it it does look like like SNES nine X with a filter on, right? But then they've drawn it from that point. Hmm. Like, it's I don't. I'm just not a fan of the art style. It just doesn't do. Right. I don't mind it. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I'm not, I don't like it, man. Don't like it. It's you're, and you're like the only it. person that they had to impress because I don't think yeah. Mike or myself. No, but this is the thing I don't tell. understand. They've got this like you know what is it called? I always forget 2D HD engine that they've got yeah, with Unreal this, Engine and everything. Why wouldn't they use a, that? It's freaking weird. I mean, it's a different studio. So, but it's all Square, right? Am I crazy? Uh, I. I can't remember Square Enix, right? Yeah, Square Enix. The yeah, but oh, is it the developer Square Enix? Yeah, I thought it was a certain studio. This is right here. Well, yeah, it would be someone within Square, right? But it just seems very strange to me that they're doing this, and they're make they're releasing a lot of like tactics games. <laughs> it's quite crazy. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm a bit like, uh, yeah, a bit mixed on this game. I mean. Does it look that bad that you wouldn't play it, considering you're yep. a fan of the originals? Really? Okay. Yeah, it's just not what I wanted. It's not what I wanted, man. I'm a busy man. I'm a serious busy man. <laughs> it is. I only got to play one game this entire week. Well, yeah, exactly. that about. Well, yeah, I've played other games. Speaking of playing games, have you That's guys played... That's what I call played... being with your mom. 
Wow, he's really taken my role seriously. <laughs> so, Mike, what does it feel Have like you... to be on the other side of this? I love it. I love it. <laughs> Don't like look like you love it. it. <laughs> <No>. So... <laughs> Have you guys played the original Beyond Good and Evil? No. I love the original Beyond Good. I've beaten it like 10 times. Wow. On GameCube? GameCube as well as the uh, remaster they put out okay, on cool, cool, 360. Cool. <laughs> I was just like, have you played it? Yeah, I played, bloody played it 10 times. You bloody motherfucker. Oh, fuck you. I absolutely love <laughs> Best Beyond game Good ever. Evil. You're gay. I, 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 I love the trailer for number two when, when they showed it. Whoa, it feels like two years ago now or something. You didn't? I no, really I cool. liked it. Dude, it no, was no. way longer than that, wasn't it? How long ago was it? It feels it's a, five it's years or something. Yeah, no, that yeah, long. it's been Holy been moly. close to that. <laughs> it's Look, insane. I wow. liked the vibe, but I didn't like. I wasn't necessarily sold on the direction of the game that mm. they were sell, trying to sell us on. Um, but who knows what it looks like now? Mm. But yeah, uh, like. Basically, a new, I think there was a new narrative lead or something. There was some a new hire that's basically confirming, okay, that game is still happening. It's not being cancelled or anything so, at this point. So Beyond Good and Evil 2, E3, mm-hmm. 2017. Whoa. Yeah. And that, that was that trailer. It was, <laughs> it was announced way before that. So. Which I didn't yeah. mind that trailer that much. Yeah, I like the trailer. But, yeah, five years, I man. can't believe that's five years But, ago. hey, do you know, what the, oh, other, do you know what the other thing it was debuted <laughs> at E3, 2017? What? Metroid Prime 4. Which, <laughs> wow. Which Damn. we didn't put it in the uh, one min, not enough words, but there was a whole bunch of announcements from uh, Nintendo's presentation uh, on their financials, and they still just have Metroid Prime 4 as TBC. Like, it's not even any indication on the year or anything like that, whereas all the other games are now starting to lock in. Same as Advance Wars. The remaster, they've now put it as just fully as TBC. So they've just shelved that thing. That's quite crazy to me. I get the Advance Wars stuff, yeah, because really? of the war and stuff. It's finished. No, no, yeah, finished. What, the game? Or the game the is finished and they've just shelved it now because oh, of yeah, the yeah. Ukraine but That's war. what I mean, yeah. They have to shelve it. And what's happening now in other parts of the world, it's with... Yeah. I'm not going to say it in case YouTube flags it, but I can kind of see why they wouldn't. And it looks um, like Breath of the Wild 2 is diff- definitely, definitely coming out in the holidays next year, which is cool. Um, nice. With the yeah. One Min stuff, there's a bit of a weird thing that I saw. So Jetpack mm. Joyride, I actually quite like the original Jetpack I Joyride. love it's, the original. It's, uh, you know, Half Brick Studios from, yeah. uh, are they Brisbane? Or Brisbane, they? yep. Brisbane, yeah. Um, so Jetpack Joyride 2 actually came out on I, like iPhone, Android, whatever, already, but then they removed it. And now they're relaunching it, Jetpack Joyride 2, as an Apple Arcade exclusive, even yeah. though it was already oh. come out, but then they removed it. So it's a bit weird there. So, you know. I actually but checked I- out Jetpack Joyride 2 because you put it in the run sheet. And I'm like, eh, it just seems like the first one. Like, it doesn't look completely different or anything like that. I mean, that. it's got completely new areas and stuff. Like, sure, you know, sure. if you think Jetpack Joyride 1, unless they update it and I, I never saw it, like it was just one hallway, wasn't it? Yes. Like one thing. Yes. So. But I like that. That's like Tetris, right? It's just, you know, mm. you play within that realm. Half Brick, they also have an association with the folks that made Unpacked or Unpacking. Yep. Unpacked or Unpacking? Mm. Unpacking. 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 And by association, you mean? Uh, I think the guy who programmed it worked at Half Brick from memory. Ah, okay. And maybe even the lady worked at Half Brick potentially as well. Ah, yeah, look... Um... Tencent Logitech making a new handheld cloud console? Uh, cloud, the, the cloud Tencent console. Part of that it. sounds... Yeah. 
I don't know what that's going to be. It's going to be a cloud NFT console. Please no Logitech. I, I like your products. Well, Logitech, a lot of Logitech mixed products. up in all the NFT stuff, are they? No, I'm saying I hope they don't get oh, mixed up. With I'm trying NFT. to understand the, the NFT link. Well, that's that's what I mean. I'm worried that you know this 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 console, especially with Tencent being involved, I just feel like it's going to go somewhere down that path. Is my prediction. I don't know. Okay. This is just a prediction. You know, Tencent owns like stake in like so many bloody video bloody game companies. I'm aware of that. I know. I know. I just. Yeah, I just have a feeling it might go down that path. So I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm reserving judgment until I get a bit more information. So just, just on the cloud, like, so is it a cloud handheld console? That's that's apparently what the reports are that saying. That being the main thing is just so idiotic to me. Like, I think, like, cloud is always a compliment to gaming. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can play, like, remote play on the PS5, and it's, like, it's really cool. But if that was the only way that I ever got to experience the mm. PS5, I'd be like, that's shit. So having it as, like, the first order is just... It, I don't think it's ever going to work. Like, you can't beat the speed of light. Like, you've... Can you bookmark you, this, just in case? Three years from now, it's, like, the hottest selling console of the year. Oh, I'm more than happy to do that. <laughs> so I'm, I'll bet money. Do you want to bet money against me? Like, I'm happy to do that. So there's an article in gamesindustry.biz, which got a redesign, actually, if anyone hasn't seen. Games, that's that, that old redesign for so long. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, there was an, it was an official announcement. Logitech and Tencent unveiled a partnership. Um, the, this, the device to slated to release later this year oh. in this thing will support several existing cloud gaming services, including Xbox Cloud Gaming and NVIDIA GeForce Now. So we'll actually use those other services as yeah. well. So. Yeah, cool. Hey, one works. thing that's not in the run sheet as well that I can mm. see at least is uh, Evo. Evo's on at the moment. Yeah. I have to say, man, since Smash has now kind of kicked out, I mean, Nintendo withdrew from mm. Evo. It has kind of soured it for me. Like, I don't give a shit if it's like Melee or Ultimate or whatever, but just having that extra one in there, is, is I don't know, it's a bit, a bit sad, man. Well, there was a new, um, I don't know if you saw, there was uh, Marvelous Capcom 2, Arcade yes. One-Up cabinet that got yes. announced. So, and I think it might have other versus games on there. I'm just trying to see if there's... It does. Games. It has Marvel superheroes versus Street Fighter. It has X-Men versus Street Fighter. It has all of those ones. Yeah. Even has Children like, of the Atom. Yeah, nice. Children of the Atom. It's got, Ooh. I think, eight okay, games on cool. it. Wow. It looks pretty good, actually. And it's amazing. Like, that's the only place legally you can play Marvel versus Capcom 2. Like, that's the only way to obtain it at the moment. Yeah, obtain, yeah. Buy yeah. an old cabinet from Which somewhere. Which is kind of crazy. But it does look pretty good. Like, people have played it and they're... Like, I'm impressed that they've actually got the the hardware to get it running. Like, mm. I, I don't, I'd love to know what hardware they're using to actually run it. Buy one, we'll, rip it apart. We'll get Mike to uh, to test it out so he can uh, fill up his house with arcade one-up yeah, cabinets. Yeah, you should buy it. People love mm. Mike talking about what arcade one-up cabinets. Just love go it. check out our previous clip like two years ago about it i'll be reviewing it from outside because i'll be kicked out of the house <laughs> who is that? one of those things and put it inside and then that led to your ignorant where you put the comment up on, on your wall whatever happened to that framed comment <laughs> i still have it that would be awesome can you, can you show us the framed comment you should, no, have, you should, you should have it oh, on the wall behind stuff. us oh. that'd be funny i should yeah oh. it would actually be, be too hard to see on the wall yeah i'm, I'm keeping yeah. it oh and the awesome. Crypt of the Necrodancer, that's cool that it's actually getting multiplayer and more DLC. That's a sick game, man. I don't know if you guys have played it much, but it's really, I have, but really not, sick not, game. not enough. Yeah, they've, uh, it, like, the set game's pretty damn old at the moment. The fact that they're adding Super all this old. new stuff to it, um, it's almost like, hey, just make your bloody sequel. <laughs> you know? It's like, it's, that's stuff that you could sell a sequel on, you know? Yeah, I, you say that, but I think, 
like it's always been demonstrated that if you have a game that has really clicked with people doing like just driving more engagement with that one game always seems to work well. Like all the indie games that have done that have done really well for themselves. I don't know. I was just it just felt weird after so long, you know. Yeah, I was just checking, it's twenty fifteen when it first came mm. out. So yeah, seven years, it's kinda of crazy. So Mike, you're disappointed that Blizzard and NetEase cancelled their <laughs> Warcraft MMO for mobile. You just cannot. imagine how monetized the fuck that would have been. That would have been one of I the worst examples. Even tell you how disappointed I am yeah, that they, they won't be making that much money this year. Well, the Diablo Immortal 100 million thing is insane. Mm. Not surprised whatsoever. And that, that amount was like almost two weeks ago at this point. So just add another two I'm weeks surprised. of revenue on top of that. I mean, think about it. It's, it's such a huge um, reach, the series, that it's it's not... Yeah, I'm not surprised whatsoever that this is the kind of the money they made. But it is it is fascinating to... To look at, and I remember reading posts on Reddit where people go, "Oh, I'm going to boycott this game," or oh, blah 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 blah, and people are saying what people say on Reddit is not a reflection of the real world. No, they will still make a shit ton of money, regardless of what we say. We, the community on Reddit, say about games like this. Did, did you guys read about that um, Diablo Immortal streamer or mm-hmm. Diablo streamer that spent a hundred thousand yeah. dollars on the yeah. game? And he made his character so powerful that kind of he couldn't, couldn't add, enter events because <laughs> they hadn't. That's I got, like, there was obviously a bug, and if they're updating it, but man, like, obviously he's a streamer, right? So he's you know probably making that money back in whatever he's doing. But maybe. it's like maybe I don't know. I don't know how big this guy is. Uh, what's his name? It's. Um... I mean, to be honest, if that's his livelihood, he could. Lich- it's kind of crazy to you- say this, but he could claim those things as an expense J- jt is mm. all business is his name well and um, he's if he's all business i'm sure he's got a tax account <laughs> so you know what I, I, this will never expense. happen in a million years but i would fucking love if the devs of diablo immortal were like in a pool like a bath full of money and notes and stuff like that it's like don't have mobiles, huh? And just like throw the money up in the air. <laughs> and then there's just like scenes of them bathing in money and getting showered in money. Well, well, <laughs> or a gun that's uh, shooting at like the rate that they're making money. money. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it is net ease and Blizzard behind that. So, yeah. Because, yeah. um, like, I, I'm, yeah, shocked that the game has made that much money. I, I fully expected to make money, but not like 100 million. Jesus Christ. It's funny you say that about the gun. I wonder what the rate of those guns actually is that if you worked it out, they probably made more money than an actual gun could shoot out dollar bills. Yeah, maybe. Pers- I reckon they probably did. Yeah. It's been out for about part. two months. So yeah. you can probably work out how much, but I mean, I don't know how, how much those guns, what the rate of dollar bills is out of those guns. Yeah. I don't know. Hundred mil. What a cash cow! What an absolute cash cow that game is. And honestly, it was it was really meh on PC. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, I, really I did not like, like it, it at all. It just it felt like a full on mobile port. So yeah, it's really fascinating. And I've just gone through. I think we've covered like fifty percent of the one minute for the swing topics for the first time. Wow. Clearly, it was. <laughs> we're like ah, it's just wind down from this. Relatively so, short show. <laughs> so they've made $20 a second 
since yeah, the game came out. I reckon there's no way that $20 gun fires a second. 20 bills per second. Yeah, so well, yeah, they've made more than the gun bloody fires. It, like, I wonder, literally have sat there holding the trigger. I wonder how the trajectory is tracking compared to Genshin Impact. Um, oh, they, they, but that makes a monster, that game. Yeah. Have you guys actually played Genshin Impact? I've played no, it. I've only played like the little tutorial at the beginning. I play, actually tried it on mobile and man, that's a good looking mobile game. I just don't want to do it. I don't want to install it on my mobile or PC because it's got like a root kit. Like that's really crazy on it. So in that. so Genshin Impact is making a billion dollars every six months. Um, so as of May 2022, they've, they've passed um, three billion. Whoa. Well, because you saw I'm what they... I'm guessing that's USD. So. You saw what they did with their, their studio, like the gifts that they gave. It was like really kind of oh. fucked up. It was, it was actually oh, like, here's a cookie. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was like it was kind of random. Like there were some people got really cool stuff, and some people got like kind of shit stuff. I'm trying to like Google it now, but it was a very small story when it came out. But I thought it was like really, really funny. I I would like to I would would like to play a version. Well, obviously, never happened, but I would like to play a version again of Shin Impact that didn't have the gacha component. You know, so well, but which that wouldn't exist. But it's like I, the, the world, the game seems interesting enough, but I don't like the gacha elements. So. I would, I'd be keen to try it when it comes to Switch. Like, surely it will come to Switch, and just because, like, that's a bit of a more lockdown environment. Like, it won't have as much like stealing of your data and everything like that. Mm. It's literally like I can't trust that game. Like, it, it, if you see what it pulls from your mobile or like PC, it's like wow. That it's like literally the most aggressive game out there in terms of ripping your data. So Damn. that's why I've never tried it because it's just I don't trust it and who it's going to. It's a very serious commentary from the man yeah, with yeah, the floppy sure, pig yeah. on his head. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll restate my commentary. Uh, okay. So Thank you. I'm a bit worried about the Chinese government. <laughs> so I, you know, this banana says stay away from Genshin Impact. <laughs> But yeah, we pretty much uh, covered everything. I hey, like I think Ed Boon was nice about the whole Mortal Kombat thing, Sweeney, because he actually straight. said, "What was that?" Sorry, I said, "Damn straight." Like yeah, just like for the people who didn't hear it, um, how he actually stated, "Like this is about Street Fighter. It's not about Mortal Kombat." So mm-hmm. there's going to be no announcements about Mortal Kombat. I'm like, that's pretty classy. Is Evo still going, or is it finished? No, it's, yeah, it's on right now. Like okay. it's literally yeah. on right now, and it's. On I wasn't tomorrow. sure if we'd kind of like that. That point was like outdated by the time we said it, but yeah. No, no, no. I've I've been following it a little bit, but it's just with that Smash. It's sort of like I I can follow it a lot more when Smash is there because then I'll watch Smash and Street Fighter. But it's only Street Fighter, so this banana is not a big fan of uh, just watching it like that. Wise words, banana. Thank you. So speaking of the banana. I think we can move on uh, from the one win for the swin. And <laughs> next week we got some really, really important banana news because Intergot. Yes, see, I've taken off all you the You guys forces. are never going to believe this. Now it's this serious. serious. And you guys will not believe this whatsoever. This is serious, mom. That he is. I'll be finally getting more my amiibo. My Monster Hunter amiibo. I've been waiting for them. For so long, <laughs> look at Sweeney's face. Stop the what is goddamn that? press! He's getting his amiibo I can't next tell week. Tell if that's a coffee bean or 
or a a poop that got pressed or the the wood the wood carving from dark souls it goes hello 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 (laughs) yeah actually it kind of looks like that you're right (laughs) i can make my own ones of these i might might invest the time to make my own like little filters um yes i get my amiibo so i'll be very excited you have to do an amiibo filter come on oh yeah no where it looks like your head on an amiibo like base stand base that'd be awesome I think I've just created a cursed possibility. I created a new timeline. Wait, wait until I can start taking over your feeds and put you in. Compromising yeah, at that situations. point, I'll be covering my camera and being like, "No, no, no!" no. <laughs> I've already created. I've already trained a machine learning model because you've done so many video. I could just make you say or do anything now. I never should have moved on from being <laughs> the uh, speaking, talking Xbox uh, sale. I agree. Yeah. Agree, because now you're cooked. Now you're cooked. You I can deep fake you. <laughs> don't need, don't miss. All right. Now, if we're talking about one word that's probably picked up by YouTube thing, it's probably that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> COVID deep fake you. <laughs> I wish we could make that the episode title, but we can't. <laughs> COVID deep fake. Oh. Actually, what is going to be the episode title? Who knows? Know. Maybe the scene <laughs> should discuss where the, the show has been. Show. It could be called right, Intergot well, the Producer. Intergot the Producer. I wish you all all a good night or good morning or whatever whatever it is. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you all next week. Adios. Bye-bye. See ya.